Welcome to a look into the future. What would you do if you can go off into the future and ask yourself questions about how to grow your firm, how to transition to advisory services, and more? Luckily, we can just ask the time traveler himself, Paul Latham, and we can learn what we need to at our firms to evolve into advisory services so we can become the most relevant advisor to our clients. And we're lucky because Paul brings three amazing things with him. He's built a successful accounting practice in the UK, so he understands accountants. In fact, he built his firm into an advisory powerhouse, which sold for $45 million in 2001. Number two, he's taken a business public, building it to a market value in excess of $400 million. So he really understands what business owners need and value and want, as we as accountants need to provide that to them. And finally, number three, we don't need to invent the flux capacitor. We can just ask Paul and learn from the transition he made 20 years ago in the UK into providing business advisory services, as that trend is definitely here in the US market today. I'm Garrett Wagner, your entrepreneurial CPA channel host, and I'm excited as always to be joined by the legendary Paul Latham of Hay Rock Solutions. Paul, welcome back. We're in the winter. We're going to continue on with some of our amazing viewer question and answer segments for them. So a great question we get, and I want to hear your, your take on this, is you know, what do you believe are the most important attributes or must-haves to become that 21st century advisor? You know, I, I talk a lot about how to become that entrepreneurial CPA. What do you think of those must-haves, those skills you need to make this transition? Hi, Garrett. Yep. It's a great question. Um, you, you mentioned the word attributes. I'm not sure these are exactly attributes, but I think ultimately an advisor needs to be able to cover three real areas. Uh, they need one, they need to be able to sell advisory services. Uh, two, they need to then deliver advisory services. And then finally three, having delivered the advisory service, you need to usually implement some sort of solution for the client. And I think what that brings is the selling of advisory services. Uh, they probably need some coaching. Um, the delivering advisory services, I should talk a little bit about, they need system, some sort of system if they're going to leverage it. And then thirdly, implementing solutions, you, you sort of need expertise across a, a wide range of areas. Does, does that make sense, uh, Gareth? Oh, yeah, it makes sense. And that's uh, why I talk a lot, Paul, myself, on why you got to make that pivot to becoming, we call it an entrepreneurial CPA. You've got to make a drastic pivot. It's not easy. And you got to learn new skills, attributes, whatever word you want to say, you've got to really break free of that mold. I agree. And, and, and actually, you use the word easy there. And I think looking at those three areas, although I did them as one, sell, two, deliver, three, implement, in some ways, it's easier to think about the second one, i.e. delivery first, because you sort of have to work out what you're going to deliver before you sell it and you mentioned the word easy and i actually think there is a hard way to deliver and there's an easy way to deliver and i think the hard way is to do it and try and do it without any sort of system or any sort of structure and the problem with that is if you're the advisor you're going to be continually reinventing the wheel which in itself is inefficient and you probably won't make as much money as you would wish to, but, but probably at least as, as bad as that is that the client will almost certainly therefore lead the discussion and take you into places that you don't want to go. <laughs> and so I think that's difficult. And by contrast, the easy way is to have 
a system or a process, uh, some sort of repeatable process. Um, I always talk about that that system or process provides a crutch to the accountant or the advisor because you see accountants like structure and logic and, and once you have that crutch you can just keep on using the crutch so for example in our previous discussions you know I say things like there are only four ways to grow a business there are only seven wastes there are three ingredients of success and so on and, and by having those systematic crutches it makes delivery easier I call it painting by numbers and once you've got that system then you can leverage it and do more and more and more of it and in fact other people can do it for you as part of their team a part of your team so yeah no i love that and paul that's why there's some great similarities between the stuff that you guys at hay and rock do and the stuff we're doing on the entrepreneurial cpa side of the same thing how do we build out systems and processes for you know you got the seven ways to plan your test act and we've got a framework for having vision we've got a framework for problem solving how do we help people understand these skills in a any framework so it gets easier to do because it is hard you know like you remember we talked about this when you first started doing this it can feel overwhelming there's so many pieces how do you get in a room with a client and be that advisor eventually becomes second nature just like it can become second nature to do a tax return but to start with you need that framework so you can you get that comfort with the paint by numbers exactly and funnily enough Garrett that's perfect because you then lead me into the second area which is selling and you talked about comfort and confidence and so on and it's by having that framework or process and, and ideally i think having some coaching to help you because in anything in life we, we all do better if we have a bit of coaching but, but that combination of coaching and system then gives the advisor confidence and you see they're used accountants are all used to being the expert in the room and if we're moving into this new area unless you have something you've worked out what you're going to say you're not going to be as confident. So some coaching around that process, that system, it sort of means, really what it means is the client is playing on your turf. You've established the rules of the game. And by contrast, when I talked about the difficult way, by having that framework, you as the advisor lead. And if you lead, the client will follow. And that's so much easier than trying to do it the other way around. Um, but you see, it's a bit more than that confidence. I, I, and that's the sort of changing the mindset of the advisor. But you've also, and this is critical, you've got to change the perception of the client. Because no matter how good you or I are at doing this, Garrett, the actual client's initial perception, and this has been created by our peers, is that you're an accountant, you're backward looking, and you're reactive. And, and they are not going to assume that you can provide business advisory services. And if you don't change that perception of the client, I, I actually think you're going to fail 100% of the time. Does that make sense, Garrett? That makes complete sense. And I was just having this conversation with a very large top owner firm recently. Same thing. They're talking about how do they make this pivot. And just like you said, I said that that's part of that pivot is the perception of your clients. Of right now, they see you as backwards looking. And you really got to make this, this split. And I've heard you say before, kind of two separate teams and divisions, the backward-looking compliance, the forward-looking advisor. Yep. You've got to make that differentiation. Your clients have to see us. Our clients truly have to see us yep. as the relevant advisor, to use your word, as that relevant advisor for forward-looking things and not just their tax return. 
Yeah, that's I, so I, important. I think it's a little more. I think I agree completely with that. You need to have that separation so that you present yourself as the forward-looking advisor, separate from other people doing backwards stuff. But even then, I don't think you're going to change their perception on a given day. And, and, and certainly, we advocate what I call baby steps. You know, on, on no given day, are they suddenly going to say, "Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll pay your retainer of three thousand dollars a month, thirty-six thousand a year." They're not not going to do that. So we would advocate, you know, step one: get them to get the client to do something easy. Have a script. Know what you're going to say. Step two: position the client. Yeah, why don't we try something? Step three: let's demonstrate our expertise. We happen to use a vision workshop. Um, but, but, you know, just try it. You're not committing to every, everything for the future. Just try it. But give the client a safety net and say words like, you know, I guarantee that you'll get value out of this. In fact, if you don't get value out of this, I, you know, I won't even charge you. Um, and, and that gives the client the confidence to move forward with you. And of course, you will demonstrate your expertise. And then you can move to step four and have that long-term advisory retain the role so i think you've got to go through that transition and it does help to have a coach and then finally the third area of, the, of, the, of those attributes is that if you've sold the advisory and you've delivered the advisory what you're going to discover is the client's got some problems and, and, and you need to implement some solutions and it could be solutions to do with their vision and direction or to do with how they're going to grow or how they get more efficient or their people or their culture there's a myriad of potential problems and the truth is it's impossible for anyone to be good at all of those. Um, and you can't try to be a one-stop shop. And I think what you've got to do is try and create a team and probably these days a virtual team because it's too expensive to employ everybody, a virtual team that allows you with confidence to advise the client and then be able to say, and whatever the problem is, I can introduce you to an expert to solve this. And I think those three things, which are the coaching, the system, and ultimately a team of experts, that, that gives a fantastic opportunity for the accountant to pivot to become that 21st century advisor. I love it, I love it. You know, I'm a huge fan of coaching, coaching the team, the pivot, so important. I think more firms and practitioners need to start making that pivot today in their practice. Um, and that's, that's, that's what we gotta do. We gotta start with that pivot. As you said, start with the baby steps. Just start, make little steps every day little steps every day. So I think Paul, we're just about out of time. I want to thank you for hopping on today and discussing this with me. I always learn something and enjoy these conversations that I know our audience does as well. So as we wrap up, something I want to share with the audience is some conversation you and I have behind the scenes when we, we stop filming. We're just talking about the struggle that firms are going through today to make this pivot and how a lot of them don't even realize how far behind they are. And we think you need to know where you stand today. Is your firm ready for the future? Ready to shift in becoming the most relevant advisor? Take a minute, sign up for your own free biz survey. Get an objective assessment of how prepared your firm is for the future. As a special offer for watching the show, we'll provide you with the results of your biz score in a quick review meeting, as Paul says, to review the results and see where you stand today. There's a link below. I encourage you to watch that out there, take the test, see how ready you are for future success. As always, thank you for watching. Click to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And we challenge you, take action today to change the world and invest in yourself.